Welcome to the Naked Relationship Podcast. I'm Adam. And I'm the fabulous Kelly. Okay. Now you're just conceited. Normally, you know when people you, come here for me, right? I know, but like... <laughs> what, but <laughs> you when, even admitted it. But when we walk outside and you're like, it's so hot. And I'm like, okay, now you're conceited. I think you just bumped it up to a whole new level. Hi, guys. We know you come for me. <laughs> Get it? Come for me? I mean, I come for you too <laughs> fast, which is why we use Promescence Delay Spray. It has worked wonders. And guys, we hooked you up with a discount code, Naked15, 15% off your order, promescent.com. Yeah, damn right. So with that being said, Delay Spray is not the only thing. They have They have condoms, lubricants. They have... They have female arousal gels. They have... I love... Can you guess? Their lube. The aloe-scented one. Yeah, we definitely need to reorder on that one because we are running low. Because we always keep it by our nightstand for a little extra help. But hey, you know what is nice about that is we can use the code NAKED15 and get 15% off. Yay! Speaking of fabulous partners, altplayground.net. It is growing guys it is getting huge so come join the hype see what it's all about come play with us yes and since the national launch on june 1st the site is seeing a like a major record just being shattered in terms of a record number of new people eager to connect and share focused on creating an inclusive and sexy place for all sex positive people and don't forget you can also join the fun we'll have the link in the description and join our community on there. And part of that is because we post some naughty pics. You get to see Kelly's titties. They're very voluptuous. I mean, I fucking love them. I think they're perfect. <laughs> but yeah, you can see her ass as well. You won't see my ass. You're welcome for that. Although Kelly says I have a nice butt. He does. See, there you go. You can see. It. No, I'm kidding. So that's our two major sponsors today for this video. With that being said, we want to go ahead and give you our socials and our website. So that is... TNR Podcasts, that's plural. That's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And our website is thenakedrelationship.com. And am I forgetting anything before we get into the show? Yeah, I run the Instagram, so go follow me on there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, she does work hard on that. So please give us a follow. And I really let us know if you guys would like to see a Patreon or something along those lines. And Or maybe an OnlyFans. Well, we already have the OnlyFans account created. We just haven't done shit with it. So, you guys might want an OnlyFans. You just want to see my nipples. You won't let me play with them, okay? It just feels weird. <laughs> All right, guys. Enjoy this episode. Yo, yeah. You'll, I hope you enjoy it because we have an interview with an amazing person. So, without further ado, I'll go ahead and roll the, uh, the interview. So, we are here with the CEO of a company that we fucking love, Promescent. His name is Jeff Abraham, and he's a really stand-up guy from everything that we've heard. You probably recognize the name and the voice from an interview that he did with Brian and Brenna from Front Port Swingers. But without further ado, here is Jeff Abraham. Thank you for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. Yes, sir. Thanks for coming along. It's, it's, uh, it's a partnership that we're excited about. So why don't you kind of tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and then also the Promescent story. I was a... Uh and this is a strange transition into running a sexual wellness company, but I was a semiconductor uh, recruiting executive. I was a semiconductor sales engineer, rose up to be a regional manager, and then used all the connections that I had developed into uh, starting my own semiconductor engineering recruiting business. And uh, I was in the right place at the right time, worked hard, and it 
10 years ago at the age of uh, 53, I had an opportunity to retire and I had raised my son as a single father. So it was really kind of a unique situation because I had raised my son as a single father. He left for college and I sold my business and retired basically all in the same year. So I went from being busy 24-7, seven days a week to having absolutely nothing to do. And after, you know, the first month or two were nice. After that, it was like, man, am I bored? And my <laughs> next door neighbor, who also happened to be my doctor, my friend, I went to see him for my yearly physical. And uh, he was a urologist. And he just happened to say, hey, you know, I really respect your business acumen. I know your history and your background. And I developed this product. And it fits nicely into the urological space. And I just like your opinion. And it was promescent. It was uh, our initial flagship product, which was our delay spray. So after a short discussion, you know, I asked him if there was a recreational component to it as well as the, you know, the medical efficacy. And he assured me there was. I asked him for a sample. That evening, I uh, experimented with it and was very <laughs> impressed. And uh, the next day, I invested in the company. And oh, wow. from that point forward... I was bored. I wrote him a business plan. It went really well. He said, you know, can you write us a business plan for the second part of our growth? And I did. And they said, well, that's all well and good, but we're going to need, you know, another three or $400,000 to carry that out. Uh, would you be interested in, you know, reinvesting again? And I said, yeah, but only if you put the money in escrow and follow my instructions implicitly, because I kind of thought one of the reasons they hadn't been successful, they weren't going down the proper path. So they did, and about four months later, they asked me to take over the company, and I did. And uh, since that day, I think there hasn't been more than a 24, 48-hour period of time where I haven't been dealing with urologists and, you know, patients who use our product. And, you know, the company, if you fast forward to now, we now have a complete uh, line of sexual wellness products, you know, not limited to, but including uh, a woman's uh, arousal gel, Vitaflux, which is a nitric oxide booster for both men and women, lubes, condoms, these before and after wipes, they're aloe vera wipes. So we have really expanded and done very, very well. But our flagship product, the, the company was founded on the back of the PE spray, Promescent spray. And that was the only reason why we got the foothold that we did, developed the brand identity that we did, and really started on this rapid growth trajectory. I'm sorry. It's, it's just pretty interesting that your doctor was your neighbor and your neighbor is kind of the one that put like helped you get to where you are today in terms of your position with Promescent. Oh, he didn't help okay. me. He put me there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sure. He basically I mean, said, here, it's yours. Run with it. <laughs> well, my background is in digital marketing and I yes. ran a marketing agency before. And so I'm always interested to hear because one of the things that you mentioned in a in a call that we had before this about a week ago, um, I believe it was was struggling with their marketing, or they were trying to market themselves, or well, I guess yourselves now in a different way than what you thought really should have been done. Oh, a hundred percent. One of the reasons that I always laugh when they go, oh "My God, you're a genius, and you really figured this out," and I was like. I mean, Stevie Wonder could have read this, you know? I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of products in this space that don't work. And let me make mm -hmm. one thing perfectly clear, because at that point, the only product we had was the Promescent Delay Spray. Mm -hmm. So there are a lot of products, and maybe at this point, we should say what differentiates us and what it is that makes 
us superior. We have a eutectic formula which changes the crystalline structure of lidocaine from a solid to an oil aqueous form. And when it does that, it penetrates the outer layer of the skin and goes subdermal. The man maintains a higher degree of surface sensitivity and doesn't transfer to the female partner. All the other ones, and there had been a ton of, a ton of other lidocaine, benzocaine type sprays out there. So when I first looked at this company, when I first took over, the name of the company wasn't Absorption Pharmaceuticals, it was G&H Brands. G&H Brands to me sounds like a chicken soup or a condiment company, you know, and yeah. if you go into a doctor's office, you go, hey, I'm from G&H Brands, they're going to go, well, the, you know, the hospital cafeteria is around back, you know what I mean? <laughs> so the first thing I did was I changed the name to Absorption Pharmaceuticals, and that turned out to be an extremely fortuitous decision because it already starts framing the debate, why Absorption Pharmaceuticals? And we can say, well, the product absorbs, that's why it's better. Mm -hmm. So... And then from a marketing standpoint, they literally were, you know, doing these banner ads without any kind of explanation. And so when people saw lidocaine-based spray, they literally said, I've tried lidocaine-based sprays for PE. They don't work, you know. So you were pretty much positioning yourself as one of many in a field where the other ones didn't work, which makes no sense. So when I took over... We really went after it. It was funny because Ron was a urologist, so we had the medical background where we came out of. So I just enhanced that. I went directly to the medical community, got literally the top. Our first advisory board was John Mulhall from Sloan Kettering, was Larry Levine from Rush Memorial, was Ira Charlotte. I mean, these were all the guys that were on the initial discovery teams of uh, Viagra and Cialis. So... I knew that one of the main things we had to do was get medical credibility because once you get that, then you can kind of start developing that recreational component because you have the medical credibility, the medical viability. So we did that. And then I changed our marketing completely. Instead of being one of many, you can see we don't do banner ads. We don't do the typical, you know, hey, we're a lidocaine spray by us. We go to podcast. We do everything organic where we have a chance to sit down and talk and to explain the differences so that people go, oh, there's an inherent value here. I see the value proposition here. Mm -hmm. So we completely change things around. Instead of just saying, hey, choose us out of one of many, we put ourselves in venues and positions to have that medical credibility. We have a uh, IRB certified statistically significant clinical survey and you can see the link to it on our site and that was big and we're in the protocol of over 2,000 urologists now so there's 2,000 wow. urologists in the U.S. that if you go to them and say I have PE they go to the protocol and it spells us out by name and you know we're very proud of that you know we really took great pains to work the you know the medical community and ingratiate ourselves into the medical community and I think mm -hmm. that credibility there has really helped us to get recognized in general because when people look at some of the other products and they look at us, they're like, there's a big difference here. These guys have clinical surveys. They have medical credibility. They have all these testimonials. And then you look at some of the other ones, and you're like, wow, there's a big difference. I wish I was kidding, but if you look at the names of the other products, we've tried to differentiate ourselves. We've tried to bring an elegance to this and to say we're different. There's science here. It's not just you know, some snake oil. Because you look at some of the other products, I wish I was kidding. Some of the names are do me long and hard. 
uh, Dynamo <laughs> Delay, Stud 100. You know, we try to really make this a relationship-based company that our goal was to create better intimacy for couples. You know, I don't like the idea of creating a product and calling it Stud 100 or, I, like I say, do me long and hard. I wish that wasn't the name because I mean, it, <laughs> it really and truly kind of gives the entire sector a bad name. You know, yeah. this isn't about some caveman testosterone, you know, bulging guy beating his chest and go lay down and want to pound you. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is really yeah. what we're trying to do. There are times where maybe that works or times that maybe it doesn't work. But what we want to do is give couples a chance to really increase the pleasure of both the man and woman. And the way that you do that is couples communicate and talk to one another and they get on the same wavelength because, you know, no matter how long you last, there are certain females that don't climax during vaginal intercourse. Well, I'd heard a study where the average typical male will last about five to seven minutes. Five minutes and 42 seconds to be exact. Yeah. Right. And then the female is what, three times more than that? The female, almost exactly. The female's 18 minutes and a couple seconds. So there's actually a name for it in the medical community. It's called the orgasm or arousal gap. That, And we're talking about healthy couples. We're not talking about PE. We're talking about go out into mainstream couples with no sexual dysfunction. The average man lasts five minutes and 42 seconds. The average female takes over three times that amount of time to climax. And so a lot of our business, even right now, and we do a lot of business, are men who wouldn't classify as having PE. And any man who will say at some point in their life, they weren't very acutely aware of their partner's ability to climax or orgasm or the timing of it is not being honest or truthful. Because in some cases, you last long enough for your partner to climax, but the last two minutes in your mind, you're going, oh my God, I hope she doesn't get on top. Oh my God, I hope she doesn't go yeah. reverse cowgirl. Oh, man, I, I can't last in that position. And intimacy should never be about anxiety. It should never be about, you know, walking on eggshells. It should be about letting go. It should be about reckless abandon. It should be about enjoying yourself and you know, really maximizing what you're feeling, not trying to hold back. No, I completely agree with you. I mean, it's something that as men almost inherently have. It's almost like an ego where we can't admit that, you know, we're not the end all be all. Like I know for a fact that I can't always please Kelly, which is where products like your delay spray come and help out. Absolutely. We have a female arousal gel too. And I'm thinking of doing our marketing as, hey, meet me in the middle. You know, like, let's give you the female arousal gel to le lessen the time you take. Give me the promescent to last a little bit longer. And what we tell people is we want couples to get to a point where instead of going, did she finish? We want to get to a point to go, did she have two or three? You know, how many <laughs> orgasms do you want before you're done? Yeah. And, but I think that couples need to realize, and, you know, it's funny because not all men have to be the fastest runner. Not all men have to go, I jumped the highest. Not all men, you know, have to go, I have the, you know, the uh, highest number of pounds on my bench press. But when it comes to sex, there's this tremendous insecurity among men and this anxiety. And I used to tell people that 
you know, I thought the most precious substance on earth was like a rare Fabergé egg, you know, one of those crystalline eggs, you know, like, oh my God, it's so fragile, it's beautiful. Since I did this, I realized the most fragile substance on earth is the male ego. You know, it's, yeah. it's crazy. And, you know, since we've expanded into female products with the female arousal gel and the female Vitaflux and some of these products, the one thing that just blew me away from the beginning is if a guy finds something that works and a guy finds something that, you know, increases his sexual performance, he will hide it like it's the absolute secret to the nuclear launch code because he wants to be superior to all the other males. Mm -hmm. If a woman finds something that gives her more pleasure, she's on the phone, she's emailing, she's <laughs> texting all of her friends, you know? And so yeah. I like our it's women always. customers because every time we find a woman that really loves our product, I guarantee we're getting three or four, four of her friends based on her recommendation. I think the well, next guy that we get as a new customer goes, hey, my best friend told me how good your product is, might be the first. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of weird how it's, it's open communication for women, but with men, we're not supposed to talk about that. You know, one of my buddies, now a former neighbor, his, his girlfriend is kind of shy in the bedroom in the terms of like, she can't really feel comfortable enough to, to orgasm, to climax. And so he was like, man, do you have any lube? Do you, like, that would help, right? And I'm like, here's some lube, but it's not going to get you there. You know, there's a lot of other things going on. But even then, he was like, he was hush-hush about it. He was trying to hide the lube from her and all these other things. It, I mean, it's, I, I, I don't know. It's just kind of strange how, I feel like that's a, a stereotypical, you know, male-male conversation about that. Oh, it is. And see, I guess I'm just different. I've always been the type that believes if you're close enough to someone to be intimate, why would you, if you're swapping bodily fluids, okay, why are you afraid to have a discussion? I, yeah. I just don't get it because I've always believed, how do I know what my partner likes best unless I literally communicate and ask her? And, you know, you know that's why so many women have to fake orgasm because you've got some dumb Neanderthal dude that's afraid to have communication and he's there mm -hmm. grinding away, not realizing maybe she can't even climax through intercourse. Finally, she's like, I want him off of me. So she fakes an orgasm. You know, why don't you have open, honest communication? Find out exactly the best way to please your partner. Because in some cases, people might go, oh, that's so good of you. You're so selfless. I truly believe if you really and truly concentrate and satisfy your partner, it's the best way for you to get satisfied because any woman's going to go, wow, number one, I appreciate the thoughtfulness. Number two, I don't want to lose this guy as a partner because he's really taking the time to understand me and I have very strong and frequent orgasms with him. She's going to want to make sure you're very satisfied. So even though you get yeah. credit for being thoughtful, it could be the selfish thing you've ever done. You know what I mean? But it, it's framed as you're being, you know, very focused on her pleasure. Well, that's the thing is like, we have the ego where we can't say, okay, female partner, what's going to help you out to climax easier? But at the same time, babe, you might need to back me up on this, but I feel like women like us men to be able to figure it out. Yes, I completely agree. That a lot of men want this myth or this aura of their sexual Superman and they're so experienced that they know that they have, mm -hmm. you know, the key to break any combination or like they're a safe cracker, you know what I mean? Like they're going to dial it mm -hmm. in. 
You know, to me, I'd much rather just go, and you know, what do you like? Do you want a little more of this, a little less of this, a little more of that? And obviously you have to be very perceptive because during intimacy, you can tell by a person's response what they really like. But too many men, I think, go into it predisposed. And I think a lot of it, to be honest with you, even the anxiety and their men's idea of what they think works is from watching porn because porn is yeah. so popular now that guys watch it. And I think one of the reasons they get so insecure and so uptight, the guys think that literally if they don't have a 10-inch cock and they can last an hour, and when they finish, they have to pull out and shoot her in the eye from across the room. You know, <laughs> It's like, it's so insane because that's not reality. That's not life. Yeah, exactly. It's funny too, because for me, I'm newly married to Kelly, a little over a month. Mm -hmm. But even now, like I still find myself having insecure moments about like, am I enough for her sexually? Like, which I know the answer is like, I can never truly satisfy and meet everyone's needs, but I can come closer than other people. But at the same time, every person out there wants something different sexually. Yes. And so if one lady tells you, you're the best dick I've ever had, your next lay, you might be going into it all cocky, no pun intended, but it might not be, you might be doing things that this previous females told you she loved, but that doesn't mean that this new partner is going to enjoy that. But at the same time, us men, we need to be able to say, okay, I understand that. How can I you know, help get you there? But that whole ego thing kind of comes into play. I'm 63 and I've never been married. I've had a lot of very good long-term relationships, but because I started dating when I was 16 and it's been 47 years, I've had a number of partners in my life. And I will tell you that in my experience, you can have one partner who literally wants the clit rubbed, sucked violently. You know what I mean? Like I need yep. really severe friction to get off. And the very next woman you date will be like, don't even touch it past a light touch. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and you know, I've always felt like women have such an advantage than men in learning how to satisfy a man. I don't think there's a man on planet Earth who ever went, you know, I don't like being blown, okay? Some men like it more than others. But yeah. every guy, that, at least that I'm aware of, is like, yeah, that works. I've met women that go, I can't climax during oral sex. Some women are just uncomfortable because they feel I might not smell good, I might not do whatever, and they just tense up, and they don't, they can't really enjoy oral sex. I've met women that can't climax vaginally, and they mm -hmm. love a light touch and some vigorous oral sex. So as a man, you need to go into it with a, a clean slate, an open yep. canvas every time you have a relationship. And it was funny, when I first moved here, I've never had anything this stark of a difference back to back, talking about 180 degrees. I dated a gal who literally had trouble orgasming, orgasming through intercourse, and literally she had to have continuous thrusting for 45 minutes to an hour to climax. It's a good thing I was a little oh, promescent. I used to sometimes dread <laughs> if I go, I got to get up at you know 5 o'clock a.m., it's already midnight, I'm like, oh my God. I had to have like some electrolytes there. You know what I mean? I'd be like sweating and the whole thing. And <laughs> we broke up. And then the very next woman I dated a couple months later would sneeze and have an orgasm. I'm not kidding you. She would have a... And I wow. was like, oh my God, is this easier? You know, like, oh. I mean, 
the other relationship, I felt like I was going to work. I had to punch a clock, put a hard hat on, you know? <laughs> it's just, it's with a woman, there's, you you know, the plumbing is internal and, you know, the sensations are different. With a guy, it's like, there's not that much. I mean, some guys, you know, like different types of oral sex. Oh, I like you to, you know, really concentrate on the head of my cock or whatever. And some guys like, I want you to swallow. But it's pretty much that works you know? Yeah. And there's not that much of a difference. And so from a guy's perspective, you really need to forget about what you've learned. And like you say, every guy wants to go into every relationship going, well, the last girl loved this. Well, this isn't the last girl. This is the new girl. Take your time, put a new battle plan together. Pretend like you're Bill Belichick, the football coach of the New England Patriots. <laughs> you know, when you're developing a defense, the Jets offense is different. Miami's offense, you know, once yeah heavily run-oriented, one's heavily passed. So step back, analyze who you're with, analyze what brings them the most pleasure. One of the best parts about being intimate with someone is maybe when there's a certain thing that they're not that comfortable with, understand why. Is it because they're self-conscious? Is it because they feel like, I don't know, maybe there's a smell, maybe the guy doesn't like going down on me? If it is something you enjoy, make sure they know that you're not doing it out of a sense of duty, that you really enjoy it and like it. And yeah. that might help them relax and become very comfortable. Yeah, there's a lot of different things that can affect the overall environment that will help a female get to that point. I feel like, you know, whether it's, you know, past experiences, traumatic or good, or even, you know, a candlelit room setting could help get someone there. But it's just, it's, it's so much different. Every single person is just so different. It, it's, it's almost like ridiculous to think that you could go in there with the same battle plan for everyone. It's insane because the chances of being successful with the same plan are not high. And because like I said, some cases are entirely different. And I agree with you about scents, you know, and scented candles and ambiance and lighting. And for women, that's really important, setting a mood. Yeah. I've always been a bit of a voyeur. I love a naked female form. I'm the yes. type, they're trying to dim the lights, I'm turning them up. You know, If it's up to me, <laughs> I'd have a spotlight. You know what I mean? Because I love yeah. the women, women's bodies, and I think they're you know, just sexy as hell. I've had situations in my life where we're intimate, you know, and oral sex, you know, uh, intercourse, you know, the whole thing. Then a woman gets up to go use the restroom and wraps herself in a towel or a sheet, and it's her and I, the only people in the house. I'm like, she's yeah. like, what's that for, you know? Exactly. <laughs> no, I was on Kelly's OnlyFans, I believe it was yesterday or the day before, and she posted a video of her, like, the beginning of the video was her transitioning herself from one position into, like, a, a doggy style from behind type of video. But the intro was all I needed. It was just her bent over from the side. And I'm like, fuck, that's all that I need. I don't need to watch the rest of the video. Let me just pause it right here. I mean, it was just, she, oh, that's all I need. Yeah, no, exactly. And, you know, I just laugh because, you know, another thing that's really funny is most guys are comfortable with their own body. Every guy thinks he's, you know, a run around the block and three sit-ups from being in a pair of posing trunks on stage in a Mr. America competition. <laughs> and every woman, even if it's 105 pounds, goes, oh, I wish I could lose this extra little, what? Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, yeah. relax. You know that, to me, you're completely intimate when someone's totally comfortable and they don't have to worry about getting out of bed. I mean, someone's sitting on my face, 
And then two minutes later, they go to the restroom. They have to put a towel on. I'm like, I can't see you any more intimately than I just did. Okay. Yeah, literally. I saw your butthole. It was about a quarter inch from my eyeball. Yeah, exactly. And now you're <laughs> going to the restroom and you have to put a towel on. I'm like, Jesus. Okay. I mean, come on. Yeah. It makes no fucking makes sense. Makes no sense whatsoever. That. Yeah. I've only really had that experience in movies, like watching movies, but thankfully I've not had that in real life. But man, I just. Yeah. I don't know. Kelly's just gorgeous. I don't know. Anyway, I feel like from our conversations, one of the difficult objectives for, um, or well, one of the most difficult things that you're trying to accomplish from Promescent is educating the masses. And that's, that's just really difficult to do from you know my marketing experience and everything like that. So, I mean, props to you. I mean, I feel like you're kind of going about it like in a great way. But again, it's just, it's one of those things that is just insanely difficult to do it's very difficult because we don't sell and go we're just like the rest and we're a dollar cheaper you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and so we can't rely on someone going i'm going to pick this one out of a crowd of five or six that's why these types of shows are so important to us because you have a good rapport with your audience your audience trusts you because you're open and you're honest and you go into details and you want to educate that's what we're all about. So that someone listening to this podcast goes, oh my God, even though I tried to light a cane spray before, it didn't work. This is different. It has a eutectic formula. You know, it's going to absorb. It'll give me a higher degree of surface sensitivity. It won't transfer to my wife or my girlfriend. That's the kind of things that make us different. One of the things that really helped us too when we developed a complete product line, and I was really shocked at first because I wish I could say I was a genius and I went, oh, let's expand the product line. It started with a lot of our, you know, couples that were using our products said, hey, can you recommend a lube? Because when the guy was lasting 38 seconds, he didn't really have that much of a need for lube. And now he's lasting 12 minutes. He goes, okay, now I need a little bit of lube. Mm -hmm. So, you know, initially we kept recommending all these different lubes and they were like, well, that's good. It's good. I wish there was something a little better. And I don't know why. One day I just went, let's go out and find and develop a really, really, you know, top rate lube. And we did. We put it on the site that went nuts immediately. And the funny part was, I was like, wow, I thought it would take a while. We'd have to give out all the samples. So we sent out emails to the people buying the lubes. It's like, what gave you the confidence? We've always been a PE spray company. And the results were universal. And the results were thus. It was like, we knew it was on this site. It was a top quality product and you would back it 100%. Mm -hmm. It's like, wow. Okay, that worked. So then we went into the women's arousal gel bang, same thing. But the real breakthrough for us, we went into a nitric oxide product called Vitaflux. And I was recommended by a doctor to it, one of our doctors on our advisory board. I saw him at at the Sexual Medicine Society of North America show. And he goes, hey, you need to try this stuff. But he recommended it because it reduces inflammation, increases blood flow, and gives you more energy. And it, it helps you really recover from workouts because it reduces inflammation. It helps you recover. I quickly realized because at my age at the time, two years ago, I was 61 and I was in a three-year relationship. And, you know, you kind of get into a routine. You have sex twice a week. If it's my birthday week or the week we met, then you go a third time. You know, it's kind of like <laughs> you just become a creature of habit. And so I start taking the stuff. After about a week, week and a half, I'm like, holy shit, I was having sex every day. And even my partner said to me, wow, what you do? Discovered a fountain of youth? I go, no. I go. 
and, and I said, I don't really think about it. It's just whatever the mood hits, but now I'm always in the mood. And I, I was trying deciding, what did I do differently? And the only thing I could figure was I was taking this Vitaflux. So I called the doctor. He starts laughing. He goes, well, I gave it to you because I know you said you were sluggish, having trouble recovering from workouts and stuff. But no, that's one of the main reasons we developed it. I go, no way. He goes, yeah. He goes, it also has the same effect on women because, let's face it, a clitoris is basically a mini penis. It's a female's version of a penis. And when you get additional blood flow into the vulva, into the uh, clitoris, it's going to make a woman much more sexually aroused and increase her climax. In addition, once women turn 40, sometimes they start to dry up because they don't have that natural lubrication. And this is an epithelial health product because what it does is it nourishes the epithelial layer of your arteries and your veins because they harden up once you're past your mid-30s. When they do that, they don't absorb hormones as well. So when that happens, women tend to dry up and not moisturize. So this helps in that regard. So we have gone bonkers with Vitaflux and we're selling it you know, to men, to women. It's become an absolutely tremendous complimentary product. And one of the things that when you say, you know, I've marketed this really well, I can't tell you the boost it was when we developed these other products. Because if all we have is a PE spray and someone hears it's on a show, you know, 50, 60, 70% of males go, I want to check that out. But most women don't go through. So out of the total audience, we basically get 30, 45% that go, I'm going to go check out this site, this product. But now when people go, we have lubes, we have condoms, we have female arousal gel, we have Vitaflux, we have delay spray, we have pre and post wipes. I don't know of anyone who's intimate who goes, I don't want to, I, I'd like to explore one of those products, go see what this company's about. So we become much more efficient in our advertising because if we go on a podcast that gets 2,000 downloads, maybe in the past we were getting 600 click-throughs, but now we're getting 1,500 click-throughs on that same you know, uh, customer base because we literally have something for everybody. So, and what we've tried to do is very, very slowly add products. Our goal is one a quarter. Every three months, we want to add wow. a new product. But the criteria is it has to be an area that is complementary to what we're already doing, and it has to be as good or better than any other product in that same space. So if we don't find something that fits, we'll go a year, two years, or forever without adding a product. If in a certain time frame we find two products that fit in a, in a quarter, we'll add two. So our goal is one a quarter for a year, but we may go a year and not add any. We may have one year where we add seven or eight. It, the goal is one a quarter, one every three months, but you have to meet the criteria. It has to be as good or better than any product in that sector. It has to fit into our portfolio, and it has to be something that is cost-effective. And so we've been very fortunate, and I, I talk to our customers. I don't want to be the type that goes, I think this is a great product. Go develop it and try to shove it down people's throats. What we do is we listen to our customers and go, what else would you like to buy here? What else are you using presently that you think might be upgraded? Then we go to work on seeing if we can find something that fits into that mode. So it's been great for us. It's been, uh, been very rewarding. And believe it or not, as bad as COVID has been for the overall economy and as horrific it is in terms of death and illness and sickness, people staying at home, number one, a lot more intimacy because people are home and they're bored. And number two, we have our own logistics. And some of these companies are totally dependent 
upon having to go only and buy it off a retail space or they're having a fulfillment center send it out. A lot of these fulfillment centers and even Amazon, you know, for the first two months of this pandemic, they literally said anything non-essential might be eight days or nine days. We're just concentrating on essentials. We were shipping seven days a week because we have our own logistics in-house. And so they knew if they'd come to our site in order, they would get it within two days. No, uh, no drop shipping there. That's fucking cool. I will say... I did that two years ago. It's the best thing I've ever done. It gave really? us total control of you know our shipping and our logistics. And we can match all these sites that go free shipping, you know, Amazon and everything. And that's really key because we want to keep the control on our site. Because before it was like, well, I want to buy Promescent, but I'll just get it on Amazon along with my lubes and condoms. Now you come to our site, you can get lubes and condoms and Vitaflux and women's arousal gel and Promescent, bundle it up. The more that you buy, the more you save. Every time you add another product on, it subtracts another 2% off everything. But then it's free shipping. So that's a very huge advantage that we have. And when I first did it, people go, wow, do you really want to have the headache of you know, doing internal logistics? I go, ideally, no, but it's not about whether I want it. It's about what's best for our customer base, what's best for our growth. And I felt at that time that that was better for us. And it turned out to be fortuitous because it's been tremendous. I mean, dropshipping in itself, I mean, it can be very convenient, but you lose a lot of your margins as well. You lose a lot of margins, plus you lose a lot of control. Mm -hmm. I want to know it goes out. I want to know exactly what we're using second day air, we're using overnight, we're using standard, depending on where they're located. So to me, I don't want to start segmenting out that critical of one of our you know parameters. I really don't. Well, the last thing that I'd like to kind of uh, bring up is something that I think is honestly cool as shit. And, and, and it's almost like a humbling act or, or really, you know, just, yes, you are the CEO, but you're also not like, too big to kind of get your hands dirty and kind of go undercover. And what I mean by that is you're on the website, on the chat a couple hours a week, trying to engage with your customers and learn. And and I think that's something that not a lot of CEOs would willingly do. And I think that that's cool as shit that you do. Well, here's the thing. And I've had people say to me, are you guys that short staffed? I go, no, we have people that are dedicated to doing that. But a lot of CEOs, I think, run into this issue that I'm the CEO, I'm too good for that. Where else am I going to learn what people like about our product, what people don't like about our product, what people want more of, what people want less of? How else am I going to learn how effective our product is for you know any different types of sex, whether it's oral sex, whether it's anal sex, whether it's vaginal you know, intercourse? There's nothing more enlightening to talk to people who actually use the product on a regular basis. And to be quite honest with you, it's kind of de-stressing. It's kind of, it's enjoyable to me. And I don't think there's ever been a three-hour session that I'm the guy on the chat feature on our site where I don't pick up some little insight. That's where I get a lot of my ideas on what product lines we're going to go into. That's why in a lot of cases, you know, we're working on a fragrance-free version of Promescent now. And because we do have a, uh, it's a coconut essence to it and it has a little bit of a medicinal scent to it, but we needed that for the efficacy of the product. So I talked to people and I asked them, you know, 
what is, you know, one of the things that you would choose to change about the product. And everyone loves the product, the efficacy, but sometimes people go, I don't want my partner to know I'm using it. I'd like it to be scentless, you know. So that's when I said, okay, we got to really start working on that. And when, you know, we went to, you know, the woman's arousal gel and I was talking to people, I asked them what kind of scent, because it's the emollients and stuff that really stimulate. But then there's also a trigger mechanism, which is, you know, whether it's peppermint or spearmint, something, a warming, you know, agent. And so that's when I asked people, what, what scent do you think would be best for a woman's arousal? I learned all that kind of stuff literally from interacting with customers that we have. That's important. And, you know, another thing that I do in our website, and I see them getting ready to order, and as soon as they click an order, I immediately will, because we can reach out. They don't have to just say, hey, I want to chat. I can literally look at them. It's on Olark. It's this interactive chat feature, and I can send a message and say, hey, I'm just curious. I saw you just placed your first order. What was it that got you over the What was it that gave you the confidence to order? In a lot of cases, I hear specifically what it was, and that's a big plus. That's a big help. Again, that is something that I feel like is undervalued, and I really appreciate and have a lot of respect for CEOs and companies that have that type of uh, leadership and, and management because I'm a big fan of like, I didn't get here on my own, and, and I love when companies kind of humble themselves and say, I'm not too big. How can I get my hands dirty and help? And you know, maybe that some of that comes from being an entrepreneur and walk, working with small companies. Or maybe even some of that was learned by watching, you know, some of the CNBC, CNBC shows like The Profit and Shark Tank and, and really just real world experience. It's so, real world experience. A- I know that in the past, especially when I was younger, when a GM or VP or someone gave special, you know, attention, it really caught my eye like, whoa, I matter as a customer. And I know that people yeah. freak out. And it's so funny we're talking today because... To me, every day is a work day. If I don't have anything special to do, like this morning, I was sitting in my office and I was watching orders come through and I, I did the interactive chat. That was me this morning for an hour, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I saw some guy order and he had ordered Vitaflux for the third time. But we have this continuity program where if you put it in, it's going to be shipped every month. You get like a 10% discount. So the guy ordered like the beginning of May, the beginning of June, and now July, all three times he never used that. So I saw the order come through and I looked and I go, man, the guy's throwing away. Plus he's waiting until he's almost out and he keeps having it shipped overnight. So he's paying an extra, like, I don't know, $7.99 or $9.99, whatever. So I literally, I flagged it and I looked and because in our orders, you know, we send out this email, you know, confirmation and everything. I immediately cut and pasted his email address, you know, into my email program and I sent him an email and I said, hey, I just happen to be monitoring the site. I've really been, you know, trying to make sure our customers save as much money as possible. And I said, I know it's the third time you ordered Vitaflux. And I said, you're ordering it literally, you know, 30 days apart. And I said, not only are you paying $9.95 for overnight shipping, I said, also, you know, you're not getting the discount. I said, we have a continuity program. Were you not aware of it? You know, maybe you just didn't see it. You know, maybe you just didn't trust it. I said, we store all the data in a third-party server. You don't have to worry about any kind of breaches. I said, not only would you save the 10%, you'd get, and I said, you never have to worry about getting product you don't want because a week before it's supposed to ship, you get an email confirming and you can click a box saying, I want to delay it a week, I want to delay it a month. So you're never getting anything that you don't really, even even after you sign up for continuity, you're just not going to wake up one day and go, oh my God, I was 
you know, I didn't really need another month and here it is. Starting 10 days beforehand, you get an email saying, hey, your product is supposed to ship on June 27th. You still want it. Then you get another one three days later. Hey, you know, we're a couple days away from shipping. Is this still okay? So I sent this email out and I said, just want to make sure you're aware of it so that, you know, you, you literally could save yourself $17 an order. Obviously, I think he was still on his computer because I only said it like three minutes after he made the order. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my email signature says, Jeff Abraham, CEO of Florida. The guy emails me back and he says, is this really Jeff Abraham? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it is. And he's like, oh, my God. He goes, I started using your product because I heard you on uh, All Out Radio, J- Rude Jude, Sirius 45. And he goes, that's why wow. I started using this. He goes, I can't believe you're. He goes, I remember you saying that you monitored that thing. And he goes, oh, my God. You, I go, yeah. And he goes, you know, <laughs> I kind of saw the continuity program. And he goes, but I just, I don't know. He goes, sometimes I'm hesitant, you know, about using continuity. And I go, why? And he goes, well, you know, what happens to my credit card information? I said it's stored because obviously they have to have it to send it on a right. monthly basis. But it's in a secure third-party server. And, you know, I sewed in this little... Uh, little link on the site that describes that. So we talked and he goes, oh man, I wish I would have known that. He goes, I'm going to start doing it next time. I said, here, I'm going to go in right now and cancel your order. Go in and reorder it and save yourself $17. He's like, what? Yeah. I go, I'll go in and cancel the order. Go in and just redo it right now and save yourself. And so he did. And he sent me an email about 10 minutes later. He goes, I literally was wondering when I heard you on Rude Jude, if you actually, you know, really did go on the website. He goes, now I have my answer, you know? And I said, I can't thank you enough for being a customer, for listening, and then trying the product and becoming a loyal customer. I said, this is how we grow. I'm not kidding. Having this one-on-one touch, being able to develop a rapport with our customers and having them trust us to know we're out to do the right thing is extremely important to us. And that's just another real life example. That was this morning. To be honest with you, a business will earn my loyalty relatively quickly, especially if they can prove that they care more about the customer's overall uh, well-being and uh, you know what's best for them, even if it means taking money out of their own pockets. And so that's a big thing for me. So your website is promescent.com. Yeah, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T, www.promescent.com. Yes, sir. And, and for those listening, if you go on the website and you decide to make a purchase, which we hope that you do, because these are products that Kelly and I use, we stand behind, and we stand behind the great brand that is Promescent. Um, if you use the discount code NAKED15, you will save 15%. And we love that. So. We want to know what works because, you know... Brian and Brianna on Front Porch Swingers have been phenomenal with us. Carol and David, The Sexy Lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I love the type of audience that you have because generally they're uninhibited sexually. And, you know, yes. they understand that if you go to a swinger party, you're not uptight. At least I don't believe you would be. Why would you go there if you're uptight? <laughs> and I think you want to maximize your pleasure. That's why you're going. And yeah. that's yeah. what we're all about. We're all about leaving the ego at the door and not being self-conscious and really getting the most out of life. And, and I believe that is just completely apparent throughout this conversation as well as your entire company because you know you truly do leave the ego at the door. And so 
you know, Jeff, we just want to thank you for coming on our show. We've we've really enjoyed it. Kelly and I, we both have, and and we are sure that our audience will too. And again, thank you so much for coming on our show. My pleasure. Like I said, our lifeblood are shows exactly like this, where we have a chance to literally allow people to have a glimpse as to what makes us different. And in my mind, what makes us better? Because not only do we have products that are superior, but I believe we actually have customer service and we have a a team that knows what our mantra is and the customer comes first in all cases. And the more people that are satisfied, because I can tell you this, you really and truly take care of a customer, you go that extra mile, they're much more likely to refer friends because Mm -hmm. people do business with people they trust and they like, and Mm -hmm. you can earn people's trust. You can't make someone like you, but your actions and being ethical and being customer focused can earn you trust and can make someone respect and like you. And and they're much more likely to refer other people. We're not, you know, Pfizer. We don't have a $200 million advertising budget. We're 199,500,000 short of that 200 million. But if we can be effective and we can channel our monies in the, in the proper, you know, place, then we're going to have this 50% growth year on year. And that's what we're looking for. Well, word of mouth is one of the, well, it is the best form of advertising. And it's number one, it's organic and people believe it. Number two, you can't beat the price. Nope. Can't do it. You can't. Cost effective advertising you'll ever have. It really is. It really is. That's, uh, that's advertising 101. That was one of the main things that they stressed to us in college. And so, but Jeff, thank you again for coming on our show. We really appreciate it. We appreciate your time and we appreciate everything that Promescent is doing. Anytime. It's a pleasure. And like I said, the, you know, the real uh, thanks come from our direction from yeah, having this opportunity to present ourselves. Well, we love the product. We stand behind it. And again, thank you so much. Okay. Enjoy it. Have a great yes, rest sir. of the weekend. Hey. Although it's almost, especially you're back east. The weekend's yep. almost <laughs> over for you. I got about five <laughs> hours left. <laughs> yeah. I, this, uh, in about 12 hours, I will be working on Google ad accounts. Perfect. <laughs> yep. All right, my friend. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of the week. You too. Thank you so much. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right, guys. So thank you so much for listening to that interview with Jeff. It was an awesome interview. I really enjoyed it, as did Kelly, who, believe it or not, was sitting here the whole time. I was just listening intently, taking notes. I mean, you did you did chime in a few times. <laughs> no, guys, I really loved his point of view and how he grew this company and how he offers amazing products. And with our discount code, you can take a part of these amazing products, Naked15. Oh, yeah, Naked15, and that is promescent.com, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com. Naked15 is your 15% off discount code. And also, please don't forget about altplayground.net. They are an amazing company. They are getting hype. Mm, Yeah, they're getting mm, hype. mm. They're growing, which is fucking awesome because they're trying to move the ball forward in a very positive direction. Oh, my God. They're growing like my belly is growing during this quarantine. No, Lord. Here in the (laughs) South, we say quarantine. 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 (laughs) All right, guys. Follow us on there. Join our community. See some naked, naughty pics of us. Well, of her. Anyway. Don't forget to follow us on social media at TNR Podcast. That's plural. That is Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And our website is thenakedrelationship.com. And I guess we'll just, I don't know. Should we just leave them the fuck alone for a little bit? Bye. Adios.